Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stephen James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. Hey everyone, this is Stephen James and welcome to another session of the Life Mastery Accelerator. Uh, So great to be here with you today. Today, I wanna help you get the most out of next year because at the time of this, the year is coming to an end and the new year is right around the corner. And I don't know about you, but I'm excited. Uh, I love this time of year just because it's that time of year to reflect on the previous year and look back at all the good that has happened and learn and grow all the great lessons from that. But when the new year occurs and January 1st starts in the calendar year, it's almost like hitting the reset button that it's a fresh and clean slate and you can really hit the ground running with some new goals and uh, make some new decisions in your life that can really transform your life for the better. So I love this time of the year and I wanna share with you a few things um, here that can help you with that because I wanna make sure that I can best equip you for the new year so that you can really make it your best year yet. And for me, that's always my goal. Every single year is just trying to make sure that the upcoming year is better than the year before. And every single year you want your life to get better. Okay, your life's getting better every single year. And even though some years there might be challenges, there might be difficulties and stresses and things that might happen throughout that year, we can still turn that into a great year when we extract the good and the value and the growth and the lessons that occur from that time. Because oftentimes it's our most challenging times of life that force us to grow the most. And you know, I don't know about you, you know, for me the most challenging parts of my life, the times when I hit rock bottom, the darkest moments of my life, they led me to discovering the things that I've discovered today. You know, without the darkest moments in my life, the challenging years that I went through in the past, I would have never discovered self-development. I would have never discovered building an online business. I would have never discovered all these incredible things that I've done and explored and grown into in my life because without the dark days and the challenges, there's no reason to. The problems that we have in life are gifts. They're gifts that have been given to us that give us the opportunity to grow and expand and we become more in that process. And so I know many people that are here right now and people that watch me on YouTube or my podcast, most often people found me online through their dark moments. You know, you're having a bad day or some, you're going through a challenge or problem in your life and you end up going to YouTube or you go to Google and you discover this person by the name of Stephen James and you consume co- some content and it benefits you. 
and now here we are. So it's pretty cool how that can happen, but oftentimes, even those challenging years of my life and days and moments, those are great opportunities. Sometimes those worst days are the best days when you actually get some perspective on that over a period of time. So regardless of how your year went, I wanna guide you through a process um, that can really just help you extract all the good from it and to best equip yourself for the upcoming year. Okay, so with that being said, one thing I'd recommend that you do is to take some notes because I'm gonna ask you a few questions that are gonna take a bit more time to process and go through that we're gonna be able to do here in this session. I recommend to write these things down and then spend some alone time and really reflect on what I'm gonna share with you in this video. I think that's the best use of this. Um, but I'm a big fan of rituals, as you guys know. I have morning rituals every single day. Sometimes I have rituals before I go to bed. I have weekly rituals, monthly rituals, and quarterly rituals, as well as yearly rituals. What I'm gonna share with you right now are some of the things that I do as a yearly ritual, but it can be a process that you could even integrate into a week, into a month. And I might even recommend that for you. You know, this is a, a great, the more that you can kind of reflect on things in your life and get that bird's eye view of your week, your month, your year, the more of an advantage that you can have because you'll get better at making decisions and to help direct, direct yourself in the right direction to get to where you want to go faster and easier. Okay, so this could be like a weekly ritual that you do, a monthly or a yearly one. So the first thing, the first thing that I always do and what I recommend that you do is to reflect on the previous year. Okay, reflect on the previous year. Now, I, I often don't like going that much back into the past because the past is dead and gone. There's nothing we can do about it. But what we can do is we can learn from the past. We can extract whatever good is there and that good can give us confidence and momentum that we can take with us into the new year. We can take the valuable lessons and the mistakes that we made so that we don't repeat them moving forward. And we can also reflect on the challenges that we faced and now take that with us to now find solutions as well and be more preventative and prevent those challenges from being reoccurring in our lives in the future. So that's kind of how I look at the past. The past is dead, dead and gone. We can't control it. There's not that much value continuously focusing on the past. We want to focus on the present moment and moving forward in the future. But I do like to reflect and just pull those three elements that I just mentioned from the past. So here's the questions you want to ask yourself. Okay, you might want to write these down. Number one, what is all the good? What is all the good that has happened in my life over the last 12 months, the last year? Okay, what's all the good? What are all the victories? What were all the successes? What were all the wins? What were all the great ba uh, breakthroughs or all the incredible magic moments of my year? Okay, so I love this. Okay, I love this question. Because what you're doing right now, you're not looking at challenges just yet. You're not looking at the problems just yet. Most of us, we're so hard on ourselves and we automatically, by default, look at the problems and the challenges in our life. And we don't have a balance of also looking at the good. So we'll get to the challenges in a moment, okay? But first, let's flood yourself with all the good, all the great moments. And if you look hard enough, there always is great moments from your life. I mean, even just looking at the decisions that you made this last year that are decisions that are gonna move your life forward. You know, maybe this last year, maybe a victory for you was going to the gym a certain amount of times throughout the year, or you know, learning more about your health and fitness and dedicating more energy and attention to a healthier diet. Or maybe you took up some new hobbies or some new interests this last year. 
Um, maybe you started a new relationship or the relationship that you're already in, you went deeper with and learned more about each other and had more moments together. And even though you might've had challenges, you grew from it. And it's a beautiful thing that has helped strengthen your bond and your relationship that you're in. Maybe you started a new career, a new business. Maybe you made more money. Maybe you started some new habits and routines and rituals, or maybe you read certain books, or maybe you joined a program like this to invest in yourself and to be the best that you can be. Um, maybe you spent some great moments with friends and family members. Maybe you went on some great trips and experiences that you had. You wanna reflect and remember and recall all of that. Oftentimes when we don't reflect on the memories, they get weaker and they fade away. And I'm a big fan of really looking at all the magic moments of our life, all that good, because the more that you recall that in your mind and remember it and relive it and reflect it, then you're strengthening, strengthening those memories in your psyche. And those are things that you can recall again in the future. So I love to do this as a process every year. And like I said, you can do this every week, every month. I mean, there's so much value in just looking back every single week. What was all the good? What was all the great things that happened this last week? And again, there might be times when your brain is like, there was nothing that was good that happened. And it's gonna go to that, that default negative mode. And that's where you have to train your mind to still look for the good. The fact that you woke up, that you're still alive, that you're healthy, all of those are great victories and great things to have in our lives that we wanna appreciate. And that, again, like I said, gives us confidence to move forward as well. A lot of people, when they set their goals, they don't have that confidence and that certainty. And when you don't have that confidence and certainty, you're not gonna set goals because part of you doesn't believe that you're gonna achieve them. And you're not gonna have that confidence to follow through with those goals without, without that certainty that you have. So part of this process, it gives you certainty and confidence that you know that based on the past, that you're gonna be able to take the good and create even more good in the upcoming year, okay? So again, that first question is, what was all the good that happened? Okay, so. Off the top of your mind right now, I want you to reflect, maybe even write some things down. What were some great moments, victories, wins, great decisions that you might have made this last year, things you're proud of, moments that maybe forced you to grow and evolve and expand yourself, things that you learned this last year that you're grateful and appreciative of, some new steps that you made in your life that you're proud of yourself for. Okay, so think of all of that, that's number one. The next one is what were the challenges? Okay, what were the challenges of this last year, this last week, this last month, this last quarter, okay? It's a great question. Now, a lot of us, sometimes we don't like to look at the challenges. Some of us, by default, we focus on that a little bit too much. Now, when it comes to challenges, you don't wanna get too caught up in your problems, okay? There's actually a saying that goes, you wanna spend like, 95% of your time and attention and energy on the solution and only 5% on the problem and challenge. And most people, what they do is they spend 95% of their time and attention on the problem, the challenge, and only 5% on the solution. And I think what happens is when you continuously just focus on problems, you get more of them in your life, right? They just show up more. You're manifesting and attracting more problems. So you don't want that. But we wanna strategically look at the challenges, okay? And what we wanna do is we're gonna look at how can I improve these challenges or how can, I, how can I make it so that these challenges, I can solve them, I can solve these problems, I can overcome them, I can conquer them, um, I can prevent them from happening again in my future. Because when we have problems, they're not just gonna go away on their own, okay? They're not, in fact, most challenges will get bigger and bigger and bigger. 
It's like you want to kill the problem, to kill the monster while it's small, before it gets to a point where it's Godzilla is taking over the whole city. You don't want that to happen. You want to make sure that you solve and fix and resolve them as much as you can before they get bigger than they need to be. Because otherwise, they're just going to continue to expand and consume your life. So I strategically look at what were all the challenges I faced. Maybe there were stressful times, anxiety that I went through. Maybe I had a you know a bad relationship with someone. Uh, maybe there was a moment where I was out of my integrity with myself. I didn't feel proud of myself. Maybe um, a financial decision that you might have made, or maybe finances in general has been a challenge for you. Maybe some challenges at your job, at work, in your business. Maybe a health challenge. Um, it could be anything, but really look back. What were those challenging times and moments? And what did you learn from them? And again, what can you do to solve them and improve them? So this is where you really have to have awareness and you gotta dissect the challenges that you might have gone through. If you had a lot of stress in your life, okay, let's say you had a lot of stress this last year, ask yourself why. What, what, you know, what were the causes, the triggers of this stress? Was it finances? Was it my job? Was it a relationship, okay? And if you can find that root cause, now you can dig deeper into that and say, you know, does there something have, do I gotta change something here? Maybe I gotta change my job. Maybe I've gotta change my finances. Maybe I've gotta make some new decisions to get out of that pain and out of that problem and start making progress this upcoming year so that that problem, that challenge can fade away and I can conquer that in my life. Okay, so that's the second question I want you to ask. What were the challenges? What were the challenges and also what are the solutions? What can you do better? What are some ideas that you have that can allow you to move past them and create a better life for yourself? Okay, so maybe write down, think of a few things right now that you can write down in your computer, on your notebook. And I'd encourage you to spend more time after this, maybe this weekend or maybe before the year is up to maybe go out in nature or go out to a library or a coffee shop. Whatever environment makes you feel good and, and, and allows you to have that creativity, um, I do recommend journaling and just taking some time away. Spend a few hours and really reflect on the year as much as you can. Okay, so that's the second question. The third one is what did you learn this last year? What were the most valuable lessons, insights, learnings that you had this last year? Okay, now this one's pretty self-explanatory. It's looking at maybe content you might have consumed new breakthroughs that you might have made or determined in your life. You know, maybe it's things with your health, your relationships, your business, your finances, right? But you wanna make sure that you really strengthen those lessons, because most often the, the, the most valuable lessons we have in life are actually surrounded by pain. When we've gone through a lot of pain, that pain can actually be a gift for us because it allows us to, to to learn something new that we wouldn't normally have learned if we didn't have that pain, right? So for example, when you're a kid, you touch the stove and you burn yourself. You go through pain of that and that pain teaches you to not touch a hot stove in the future, you know? Or you end up getting a parking ticket or you make this decision and you, know, you end up having to pay the price for it and that price is painful. That price is you gotta fork out that money to pay for that parking ticket and even though that's painful, that's providing a valuable lesson and that pain is gonna be a reminder for you to make sure that you don't park somewhere and encounter that same problem, that same challenge again. So lessons are valuable only if we learn from it and we make sure we don't repeat those mistakes, okay? Otherwise, if you had challenges and things that happened this last year and you're not learning from it, 
then you're probably going to continue repeating them again and again in your future until eventually it becomes so painful that you finally get the lesson. And we don't want to wait for that to happen. We want to learn again as much as we can from these experiences when they're small before they're really big. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So what were all the lessons that you had? What were some of the most valuable le- uh, learnings that you had over this last year? And again, you can do this every week. What did I learn this last week? What were all the valuable lessons that I had? Maybe a lesson for you is, you know what? I gotta simplify my life. I gotta focus a little bit more. I've gotta make sure I have that time every day to be grateful or create a new morning ritual in my life. Or I learned that, you know, I'm um, overthinking things too much or I'm living too much in my head and, you know, I need to focus more on my relationships or I gotta focus more on my spirituality, whatever it is. Because everyone at, de- at different stages are gonna have different experiences and lessons. But what were the most valuable and most important ones for you? Okay, so take a minute or two, just write down whatever comes up. And again, you can reflect on this later. Okay, so the next piece that you'd wanna do, once you've reflected on this previous year, now you wanna start thinking about on the future. Okay, we've, we've taken all the good from the past. Great, amazing. Now let's focus on the future, this year ahead. So before I set goals for a year, the first thing I always do is I really reflect on my vision. Okay, my ultimate vision for my life. So. I believe that the goals that we set every year, those are just the the milestones, the stepping stones that lead us to the ultimate vision that we have for our life. Now, the vision that we have for our lives is a moving target, okay? It's not like you achieve this vision 10 years from now and it's the end all be all. And you're like, I've made it, that's it. You know, I've, I've achieved my vision. That's part of it, but once you get there, you're setting a new vision. Your vision is always expanding, it's always growing. Um, We always need a compelling future, something that we're excited and passionate to move towards. And we gotta make progress in our lives. And so that's something that's really valuable that a vision provides for us. So you wanna reflect what is the vision that you have, and I've done videos in the past here inside this members area that goes more into my vision and setting a vision for your life and everything, but you'd wanna reflect on that. You wanna really look, what is that vision? What is the vision that I have for myself personally, the person that I wanna become, you know, 10 years from now, where do I want to live? What kind of lifestyle do I want to have? Where do I want to be with my career, with my business, financially, my relationships, with my family, spiritually with God, with my health, with my body, emotions. You want to think about all the different areas of your life, where you want to be. And when you're thinking about your vision, you want to, you want to put yourself in a place where there's no limits. There's no limits. Your vision, you want to be unrealistic, to be crazy, because when you look at Things on a scale of 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Um, I really believe that. You know, I believe that whatever we can conceive and believe we can achieve in our lives. And when you ask a kid, you know, what, is, what do you want to be when you grow up? Or what's the vision for your life? They have no problems telling you that they want to be an astronaut, that they want to be a race car driver, that they want to go to space, that they want to be the president. They don't they're not realistic about what they want to be in 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Cause when you're a kid, anything is possible. And I think we got to take that same approach in our lives is even as we get 
become adults is to not limit ourselves in that capacity. So you want to reflect on the vision you have. If you don't have one, go through the videos that I have that go more in depth into that. But I always like to reflect on it just to step into it, just to remind myself of that vision. And I really think about and imagine and visualize that. And that gets me excited. That gets me excited. I remind myself of my why and my purpose for achieving this vision, why it's important for me. Um, and that gets me into the state of excitement and passion and possibilities. And then that allows me to then set the more shorter term goals, which are the yearly goals that you can set for this upcoming year. Okay, so when, I, when it comes to the vision too, I, I really like to, I think the state that you're in during this time is also very important. Uh, so I'm very mindful of that. Sometimes I put on music and I smile and I, I celebrate it and I really see it and imagine all the details and everything that would excite me in my life in the next 10, 20, 30 years. So that state, that emotion is really important while you're doing that, okay? The next thing that you'd wanna reflect on is what are, you'd wanna ask yourself, what are the most important areas of my life that I wanna focus on in this upcoming year? Okay, now I believe that every year, you know, with the Life Mastery Blueprint that I've shared with you guys, every year you wanna be making progress in each area of your life. Okay, your health, your relationships, your mindset, your emotions, your physical fitness, for example, um, your spiritual life, your finances, your career, your business, every area of your life, you wanna be making progress, okay, progress. But of all the areas of your life, you wanna ask yourself, what would you say is the most important area that you wanna focus on for this upcoming year? Okay, yes, you should focus and try to improve all of them, but if you had to pick one or two or three, what are those most important ones? Because I'm a big fan of focus. I, I, I think that you know, we can manage multiple areas of our lives, but at certain times, there are certain areas that we're gonna focus on more than others. 100% uh, balance doesn't really exist. It's almost like a teeter-totter. You can be balanced on a teeter-totter, but for how long? If two people are on that teeter-totter, one person's gonna get bored and they're gonna jerk it, and it's always gonna be out of balance. So 100% balance at all times is not really realistic. At times, we're gonna be out of balance, Right? We're gonna focus more on certain areas of our lives that, that maybe require or need more attention than others, but then we can kind of return back to more of a balanced place and then again refocus on other areas of our lives that might be higher priority for us. So if you were to look at this upcoming year, what would you say is like that one, two, or three areas of your life you really wanna focus on? And what I like to do as well is I like to think, you know, what is that area of my life by conquering it or taking that to the next level? it's actually gonna simultaneously benefit all the other areas of my life too. Okay, that's a great question. So let me give you an example. For me, um, I remember a stage in my life where I was like really had a great balance in my life. I was going out a lot and socializing and that was probably one of the strongest uh, areas of my life. And I was really, my health and my fitness was great. And um, you know, I was making good money and everything and I had like a good balance. But what I realized was, I thought, you know, what is my ultimate vision of where I wanna be? And I thought to myself, as I'm just kinda of balanced right now, it's great to feel this, but the way that I'm going things right now is not gonna get me to where I wanna go at the pace that I want to. So what I actually realized is I thought, you know what? What if I spent less time going out and socializing? Okay, I'm gonna be willing to maybe sacrifice a little bit there and maybe sacrifice in some other parts of my life and I realized if I put more attention and focus into my career and in my finances and my business, that even though these other areas of my life are gonna drop a bit, okay, they're not gonna be as high as what I really want them to be, 
I'm okay with allowing those areas of my life to drop a bit. My health is gonna drop a bit, my relationships are gonna drop a bit, my social life, they're gonna drop a bit. Okay, not, not like all the way down to the floor, I don't believe in that. I'm gonna drop it from like a seven out of 10 to like a five. Okay, and I'm gonna be okay with that because I'm gonna take more of my energy and focus now, put it to my career, and by doing that for the next year or two years or even three years, okay, let's just take the upcoming year. By doing that, if I can find ways to make more money and passive income and more financial abundance, then what happens is let's say a year goes by and I make some great progress in my career, my finances, now when I come back to my life, now I have money as a resource that I can invest in these other areas of my life and I can make it even go further than it was before. So for example, I realize, you know what? I'm trying to improve my health and trying to take it to a higher level. But if I take a step back here and I make some more money, now I can take some of that money and I can invest in my health more. I can invest in a better, like a water ionizer and get higher quality water. I can get organic food, which is gonna nourish my body a lot more. I can get this biohacking stuff and invest in that that's gonna allow me to optimize my mental and physical well-being. I can hire a personal trainer now and I can have someone that pushes me beyond what I can normally do and I can have a better body. As a result of that, by taking some of this money, I can hire a naturopathic doctor and I can do all the different testing that I wanna do and get all the supplements that I want. And by doing that, I was able to take my health to a higher level than it was before. Same thing with my relationships. You know, By actually taking a step back from that, going to the drawing board, building my career out, now when I went back to my relationships, I was a man on purpose in my life. I was more attractive to the opposite sex, not because I had more money, but really just because I had a purpose and goals and I was like just crushing it in my life and my career and that just made me more attractive. And I had confidence from that too. And then I was able to dress better and be better groomed and have less stresses. And a lot of relationships, you know, they suffer because of finances. You know, a lot of arguments in relationships are arguing around money and there's stresses and that takes away from the romance and the passion, the love that you can have in the relationship. So I realized, yes, I'm gonna sacrifice that a bit to get my finances together this year and now when I go back to my relationship, I'm gonna go into it with less stress, more power, more confidence, more freedom and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be able to take that to a higher level. So that's an example of that and you can do that with anything. Sometimes focusing more on your spiritual life, focusing more on Maybe this upcoming year, it's like, you know what? I really wanna focus on my mindset and my emotions. Well, guess what? By doing that, do you not think that's gonna enhance your health, your career, your relationships, and every other part of your life? Of course. So I always love that. I always love reflecting and really determining what's that one, one, two, or three core things to focus and try to prioritize that. While also, yes, I'm still gonna make progress in everything else in my life, but I'm gonna put more attention on that one thing that I think can really move the needle more than everything else. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, so I asked myself, like, what's the biggest, uh, like, what's the biggest difference that I want to make in my life this upcoming year? And also, what is most important to me? Okay, like, what's most important to me right now at this stage of my life? You know, there might be times of your life where what was more important for you was money or career or relationships or partying or health, whatever, but at this new stage of your life that you're entering into, what's most important for you now? Because we got to evolve. We can't always define ourselves from the past of who we were. Um, there's a great book called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Joe Dispenza. And ourselves of who we are is like a habit. We've habitually lived our lives a certain way 
and had certain thoughts or habits, and that's how we define ourselves. But if we continue to define ourselves as a certain way of being in the past, then we're not allowing ourselves to enter into the future to become whoever we want to be. And I believe that every moment you can, every moment is a new opportunity for you to be whoever you want to be in this world. Um, so I don't let, like to allow the past to define me. I like to step into the future and think, this new season of my life, what do I want it to be about? What's important to me? What kind of difference do I want to make in my life? And I try to step into that and not allow the past habitual way of being to always define me moving into the future. Okay, so think about that. Okay, what's that most important area of your life that you want to focus on? Now, now I really go into the goal setting. Okay, now I really break down what are the goals that I'm going to set for each area of my life, including this big area of focus that I want to dive into. Now, I'm not going to go much into goal setting here because I've already done a very in-depth training inside this program that goes into my goal setting process. So you might want to access and go back to that training for this upcoming year. Um, it's a process that I do every single year when it comes to setting out and planning my goals. But I will mention, I love to set goals for each area of my life. So again, I want to make progress in each aspect of my life. And um, I've shared some great tips there too with you guys. But you know, I follow the SMART acronym, which is specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and having a timeline. Okay, And I like to write out my goals. I like to read them out loud or say them out loud on a regular basis. Sometimes I create a vision board as well where I can focus on that vision and remind myself of that too. Um, but you know, there's no really right or wrong way of setting goals. Um, decide on what goals that you feel are gonna allow you to progress in each area of your life. Set them, commit to them, write them out, remind yourself of them, and uh, make sure that you have a good process for checking in on those goals on a regular basis. Uh, that's an important thing. A lot of people, they set goals and they forget about them. They set goals and then weeks, months go by, they've forgotten about them and before you know it, it's the end of the year and they're like, oh yeah, I forgot, and I forgot about those goals that I set. And that's, that's not gonna allow you to achieve anything. Um, everything that I've achieved in my life, I always attribute that to goal setting. That's the foundation and that provides that direction of where you wanna be in your life. So make sure that you set goals. Uh, again, go through the training that I provided that can help you with that. Um, there's a great course that I've gone through for many, many years now. I've recommended it for years. It's called The 100-Day Challenge by Gary Ryan Blair. Um, that's a great program as well. They open it up certain times out throughout the year, and that's a great goal-setting program, accountability program, gives you motivation to achieve a lot in 100 days. So I can share that with you guys if you're interested, uh, but The 100-Day Challenge is also something that you might want to consider to really help make sure that you set your goals and you learn the best process to check in with your goals on an ongoing basis. Okay, I've been through this program, I don't even know how many times now, like seven times. Because uh, I love it, you know, it just always gives me that extra edge and that motivation and it's a fairly inexpensive program that you might want to check out, okay? So now you're setting your goals in each area of your life and out of your goals, again, you want to prioritize what's most important, kind of all these goals that you set. If you had to pick one or two or three, what would be those, those ultimate ones that by doing it are going to make the biggest difference? This is known as the 80-20 principle. 20% of your actions and goals are gonna to lead to 80% of the results. And so you wanna really make sure you dial in on those ones, those are the most important ones. And you know, it's not that your goals, you necessarily achieve every one of them every year. I never do, I'd say I maybe achieve about 80 to 90% of the goals that I do set. Because you want your goals to stretch you a bit too. Um, you don't want them to, you know, to be all easy. You want, you want to make sure that you can achieve the goals you're setting, but they still stretch you and challenge you and force you to grow in the process of it. Um, but 
you got to also be careful in setting goals that are so unrealistic that you keep coming up short and your success rate is zero and then you get you lose confidence you feel like a failure and you're like why even set goals so you want to set yourself up to win and setting goals you know you can achieve but they still stretch you okay but out of them you want to focus on the 80 20 what are the 20 percent that's going to lead to 80 percent of the results now when you set your goals one last piece i'll give you guys before we dive into the questions when you set your goals here's a really important question to ask what would get in the way of me achieving this goal okay what's going to come up what are the obstacles that are going to come up that we all know are going to come up and show up in our lives as we're on this pursuit of achieving a goal see you know most people when we set goals we're excited at the beginning you know january 1st comes we hit the ground running we set our new year's resolutions maybe it's like going to the gym and you're excited and motivated for that first week that first two weeks the first three weeks and then inevitably what shows up for a lot of people is fear is procrastination is doubt is discouragement these emotions these patterns and habits from the past and if we don't anticipate that and think about what is going to show up and how can we prevent that then we're going to just repeat that same pattern so that's why i want you to ask yourself what could show up what would get in the way of you achieving this if you know from the past that when you set a goal and you're excited for the first few weeks and then that excitement fades away and you find yourself like not taking action you're no longer passionate about it you change your mind you jump from one thing to the next to the next then that's a valuable thing that you got to take from that last year from your past to learn from it and you got to be smart you got to look at it and say hey you know what this might show up again and if it does show up number one how can i prevent it from showing up how can i how can i avoid that from showing up and if it does show up what can i do when that happens maybe two three weeks from now you got to plan and prepare for that and say you know what I'm gonna make sure that I'm reading my goals every day or I'm gonna check in on two weeks and I'm gonna remind myself of my why and my purpose for doing this. Or I'm gonna get a trainer or a coach, someone that can hold me accountable, maybe a mastermind, a buddy, and they're gonna push me in those moments when I don't feel like it and this destructive habit and limiting belief shows up where I self-sabotage, I'm gonna make sure I got a system in place to ensure that that doesn't happen to me. Okay, it's being proactive, it's anticipating these things so what will get in the way and how can you prevent or ensure that that doesn't happen or what are you going to do when it happens okay so that's what you want to think about you know i know for me some patterns i set goals and it's great for a little while but then new opportunities show up and i can get distracted okay stefan what do i got to do how can i prevent that i got to learn how to say no i know that's coming now you know and you look and i want you guys to know too sometimes this process you learn every year you know i've been setting goals for over 15 years now in my life and um, oftentimes people ask me you know how did you get to that point and how do you manage so many goals and set so many goals and achieve so many goals well it's only just because i've been doing it for so long and every year i just learn my learn about myself better and i i find out um what works for me what doesn't work for me and there's this continual process year after year where you just get better and better and better and better and better and you learn more about yourself and you get more dialed in into uh, really being more successful at setting and achieving goals. So every year you're learning, every year you're learning, and that's why that you have that process to extract as much as you can and learn as much as you can every single year, okay? So you wanna write down a few answers to that as well. Okay, what's gonna show up? What are the obstacles? They will show up, I promise you. It's just being realistic about it. Okay, we're gonna have those. What can we do to prevent them? How can we prepare for it? 
What can we do when those things come up and show up in our lives so that we can continue to move past it? Okay. All right. So that's uh, some assignment or homework for you um, that I hope that you really take on in planning out your upcoming year. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon.